Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Rafal, and I would like to welcome everyone to my Headshot Photography podcast. Uh, today, I have amazing guests, uh, Haley Jones. She's an amazing headshot photographer from Australia. As I said before we started, I've been following your work for quite a bit. You're creating some stunning, stunning headshots. Um, they, they're unique, they're different, um, amazing face expression. And this is something what I'm always look at. Uh, seems like you've been in this industry for many, many years on both sides. And we're going to kind of jump into this as well. So welcome to the podcast. And again, thank you for accepting my invitation. I'm honored to speak with you. And I'm sure we're going to have some interesting chat about photography and especially hatchet photography. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of your work as well. Oh, so, thank yeah, you. So forward to chatting all things headshots and yeah. Absolutely. So let's jump into, um, let's start and let's talk a little bit about your background. We talk a little bit for, yep. and it seems like we have extremely similar path when it comes mm -hmm. to getting into the headshot photography. Yeah. So let's kind of dive into the beginning yeah. of your journey with, with, with photography. And then let's, let's kind of move to headshot photography, how this whole thing started okay. for you. Well, well, my background is weddings. So actually, actually, after I finished high school, I got a job working in a casting office. So I worked okay. in a casting agency for 10 years. So I was sort of in the industry working with actors, agencies, looking at a lot of headshots because with casting work, there's, there's two parts to it. There's, there's the office side of things and then there's the studio side of things. So the office side of things is when, is when we're dealing with the headshots and we're sending out briefs to the agencies looking for actors that would suit the roles that we're after. And then the agencies would submit their actors and then we'd look through the headshots and think, oh, yeah, this person looks good for this role. This person looks good mm -hmm. for this role. We'd make the casting list and then we'd have the casting day. So that's when the actors would come in for the audition. So I did that for 10 years, on and off for oh, 10 wow. years. Yeah. So if we can kind of get a little bit deeper into this. So as a casting yeah. director or someone who is looking at yeah. the headshots, what mm -hmm. you were looking at, what was important was the lighting, was yeah. the face expression, like what you were focusing on and, and what was yeah. something which kind of was yeah. you know, important for you. It's interesting because a casting director or a casting person in the casting industry is always trying to please the client or the, the production company, the director, who have a very specific character in mind. So when we're looking through the headshots, the casting people have that in mind. So just, just for example, just say it's like a, a lawyer sort of character we're looking for. We're looking for a headshot that sort of represents that corporate look perhaps or if we're um, or if we're casting like a laundry detergent commercial and we're after like a, a, a young mum or something we're looking for a, a headshot that has that warmth maybe something that's very fresh and bright and with a nice smile so mm. I think it all depends on on the brief and, and, and the characters we're looking for but but of course the lighting something that looks very professional nice clean healthy skin nice white teeth you know or nice healthy bright eyes all of that comes in um color balance as well like no one looking green or blue just someone that just looks very 
you know, natural and obviously a natural look as well. Nothing, um, yeah, I think headshots that are too blurred, like the like airbrushed and they look too obviously edited can sometimes mm -hmm. be a little bit of a de deterrent because at the end of the day, a casting director wants to see what the actor looks like. So mm -hmm. when the actor comes into the room, you're expecting them to look like that headshot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, so, a, it's a fine balance between looking natural but still having like a very professional headshot. Okay, so let's let's kind of even dive deeper, right? So, do you think every person who was let's say submitting headshots, do they have like different type of headshots where showing different personalities yeah. depends on yeah. um, you know what the client is is mm -hmm. looking for? Yeah, well, I think it's important that an, an actor has a, a variety of headshots that suit mm -hmm. a variety of different briefs because the agent will submit the headshot, your headshot that most represents that look. So just say it's like a lawyer role, they'll submit your corporate headshot. Just say it's more of a, a commercial smiley um, job, they'll submit your smiley shot. Or if it's more of a serious character, they'll submit your more moody headshot so yeah I think it's important to have not a huge variety but mm -hmm. you know maybe even four like three or four I think is you know and then sometimes um <laughs> sometimes yeah, so you can go, yeah even further than that and like say you know they're looking for a tradie you could and I guess it depends on the actor as well you have to talk with your agent and say you know like, what roles are going to be suiting me and your, actor, your agent might say, look, you'd make a good tradie. You've got that tradie sort of look. So you'd get a headshot that might be just in the backyard, like with some greenery with like a, you know, the tradie shirt or, or, or mm -hmm. a female might want to like have a glam look. And so might do something more, a glamorous headshot with like the red lip. So mm -hmm. I think the actor needs to talk with their agent and just say, okay, what roles do you think I'd be most suitable for? And then get headshots that reflect that. But Overall, I always just say you need a corporate headshot, you need a commercial headshot, something that shows a nice smile, and then maybe something a little bit more moody and a bit more serious. Okay. So yeah. let's kind of, because it seems like you've seen a lot of headshots in your lifetime. <laughs> yes. You've gone through many, many of them. So let's kind of um, yeah. analyze what was the good headshot in your opinion Okay. And I'm sure you've seen those bad ones. So let's kind of yeah. look at yeah. both ends and then let's discuss, you know, what was good headshot in your opinion okay. and then what was like the headshot, which is like, oh, my God, like who even okay. done this? So good headshot, just nice and clean, nice, clean lighting, nice, clean skin, um, a, a nice expression, nothing mm -hmm. too over the top. But like a nice subtle expression, like even if it's a serious sort of look, that a serious look, but in a subtle way, that's not, you know, too forced. Um, don't play when it comes to a good headshot, like it's makeup. I think makeup is so important. Um, like the right colours, like colours that suit the person. Just every, It's sort of everything just coming all together, isn't it? And then yeah, with absolutely. a bad head bad headshot you could I feel like you can always tell when someone hasn't had professional headshots and they've and they've kind of just gone out into the backyard and maybe their spouse or whoever's just taken an iPhone shot and that and they're like oh that'll do but you can always tell you can always tell when it's sort of like not a professional what headshot. was your advice if someone comes in with bad headshots like 
would you say, hey, you should get some I would just say, yeah, I would just say, look, if you're serious about this as a career, like you need to invest in a good set of headshots, you know, because that's what that's the first thing that a casting director sees when the agent is submitting you. The first thing they're seeing is your headshot. And then if the casting director likes the look of that headshot, they'll click on your headshot, which will open up the actor's profile, which then has like maybe like the resume or the CV, maybe a showreel, um, you know, stats and measurements and all that sort of thing. But the headshot's the first thing that comes up. First impression, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. kind of mind-boggling for me because I know like I don't want to put everyone in the one bucket, right? Um, yeah. But I think yeah. so many people just don't get that. And and they yeah. they I don't know where they're yeah. getting this I don't know this 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 mindset yeah. that you know the headshots it's not important I can do it myself or I can just kind of submit some I don't know selfie whatever and I and also yeah. what I think is the biggest problem here what I what I see that just people don't I don't want to say don't trust photographers but they don't put value in it right because. Mm -hmm. So many occasions I, I've heard like, oh, you know, headshots, it's it's really easy to do. Like what's what's a big of a deal to shoot a headshot? It's, mm -hmm. it's just simple. Right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've yeah. had this experience too, even like, you know, we have mm -hmm. similar backgrounds. We've shot weddings for so many years and then we've we've done tons of mm -hmm. tons of photos. I remember when I started getting into headshots, I had the same mindset. Like, you know, like I shoot weddings for 10 years. Like what's the big of a deal to shoot headshot? And then I started getting into this and I'm just like, shit, this whole thing doesn't <laughs> look pretty good. Yeah. And they awful. <laughs> you know, the yeah. lighting is off, the face expression, the posing, uh, like this whole thing was just yeah. completely total mess. Mm. Yeah. And I have totally kind of like uh, started over learning about how to shoot headshots because mm. the wedding First of all, have nothing to do with this. Plus, yeah. completely different set of skills you have to learn in order to do the good headshot. So, so tell me your story. You know, you start you you started shooting weddings. So, for how many years yeah. you were shooting weddings? Well, I shot in Sydney with a a wedding studio in Sydney for three years, and that was all like those big Lebanese and Greek weddings. So that's. Oh, my background is the is those you know those big twelve hour days where there's mm -hmm. oh, fireworks and <laughs> supercars and all that drums like crazy craziness craziness. I found that and Greek then, weddings were always the best tippers. Like the amount of tips I got from <laughs> Greek weddings, like they yeah. were just like throwing money at you, like there's no tomorrow, and it was just like everybody, yeah. like you know, friends, the yeah. family, the the groom and bride. And I remember this one. Greek wedding I had and I was leaving and I just approached the bride and groom um, and I said like you know I'm done whatever you know like thank you yeah. for a wonderful day and the guy the, the groom just pulled out like pile of money and was like still in the like, <laughs> rubber band and just gave it all to, to me and I was like I think it was like thousand bucks or something I'm like are you sure you want to wow. give it just to me yeah yeah you wow. know this is for you like you deserve it I'm like yeah. I haven't been <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, then I um, actually moved into states. Then I moved to the Gold Coast, and okay. I wasn't shooting. I wasn't shooting for that studio anymore. I was still editing for them. I still edit weddings here and there. Um, and then I moved to the Gold Coast, and I had to sort of start over with my, you know, connections because I don't really shoot my own weddings at this point. I, I was always shooting for another studio, like as a contractor, yeah. a freelancer. So I moved to the Gold Coast, and then I was still sort of finding my feet. Um, and then that's when I had 
an actor friend approached me about doing headshots and I was just like, oh, like, oh, really? <laughs> then I got started to become quite curious about it and I always love a challenge. Like if I've got a challenge before me, it's like I need to figure it out. Like I'll do whatever it takes just to figure it out. And that's what happened with headshots. I was like on this determined path to just learn the lighting, learn the retouching, learn like the posing. Um, and yeah, so it, and then I was lucky that I just sort of had clients pretty much straight away. And then I guess I just learned on the job, like as I went along, like with every headshot shoot, I would learn something new. Um, and then with the studio stuff, that was a whole new ball game as well. Mm-hmm. Like with the, with my lighting and my backdrops, um, and that evolved as well. And, and my retouching evolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just learning on the job and just figuring it out as I went along, really. Yeah. So what was the biggest challenge? Like when you jump into headshots, like mm. what what was the yeah. biggest struggles for okay. you? As so a when, I first, when I first started, I was shooting predominantly outdoors. Mm-hmm. So then you're, you're in the elements, like, because I live 500 metres from a beach and you get those beach winds. So... You know, the biggest challenge is being outside and the actress could have long hair and next minute a big gush of wind comes along and it's like, oh, no. Or, um, like, the lighting changing as well. Like, I'll find these awesome alleyways or walls that would look mm-hmm. great one day with the lighting in my reflector look great one day, but then they'll go there the next day and maybe, I don't know, the lighting's a bit like the outdoor lighting's different. I'm like, oh, something's just not the same as it was. But, yeah. So that's challenging. Like outdoors is quite challenging. And But now mm-hmm. if someone wants outdoors, I just say I love it when I can't, like I don't like to shoot in the middle of the day. Like I will if I have to, but I prefer to shoot sort of afternoon or even late afternoon when the sun's um, not so harsh and it's sort of just coming down because um, then I sort of know my spots, mm-hmm. the spots that work with that sort of lighting. So I just have my sort of go-to areas Please. now and then obviously yeah. in summer my headshot my outdoor headshots gets gets pushed back so it's quite late because the sun can set at like 6 30 so yeah. i'm shooting at like 5 p.m you know mm-hmm. but that's just that's just my style yeah. that's the kind of soft lighting that i like yeah, yeah. but also i think you know it, it comes with the time because i remember we always kind of bring something what we already know and i remember i was like yeah. a purely natural light wedding shooter right so i was like well headshots let's shoot outdoors and and then let's shoot in the locations which i'm familiar with um but that's what you said that the 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 wall i hit was that you know i couldn't shoot anytime i wanted because the lighting was changing um it was like every time i came was something different i have to deal with Mm. that was challenge the wind is another big one yeah plus where i live i could shoot only through a few months because you know in winter like you cannot when the temperature drops like minus 20 there's like yeah i can even handle being outside what about shooting kind of force (laughs) oh yeah right (laughs) and then i started adding like you know lighting because i knew okay if i'm gonna have some additional lighting then i can have a little bit more control so it's like kind of like a process right you're just hitting the wall and like okay how i can overcome this right yeah so. absolutely so and then your... with, um, yeah sorry go ahead 
and then with the in because then after agencies sort of started recommending me then I that's when I got my indoor invested my indoor setup um and yeah there was quite a few challenges there it was just getting the lighting right um and then that's when I realized how important makeup was as well especially when you're using flash because I never really used to think much about makeup especially with outdoor because you can sort of get away with minimal makeup shooting outdoors but when you're shooting indoors and you're using flash like makeup is so important like the right the right foundation enough powder you don't want to look like this you know sweaty shiny mess and that's you know how much of a pain that is to photoshop like oil well that's what we learn right (laughs) (laughs) so uh, yeah and then when I started doing the indoor stuff I was oh my god makeup is so important and then I now I work with a makeup artist But even now when someone books with me, I send them out a um, like a, a list of tips, like makeup mm-hmm. tips, wardrobe tips, just because over the years, you know, you learn what doesn't work. Yeah. Like even this little things like don't arrive with all your clothes like crumpled up in a bag, like put them on hangers because then I'm photoshopping out like wrinkles in the clothes, which is like more time consuming. And then even things like... Um, nail polish like people would rock up with like chipped and like fluoro green nail polish and then because sometimes it's nice to do poses where maybe there's a hand in the shot and then you, and then you're having to photoshop like nice chipped. nasty nails yeah <laughs> <laughs> so even like sort of no-brainer things but i have to send everyone these yeah. this list and the, that's things like makeup tips and everything mm-hmm. so i'm less yeah like, agree and i think education yeah. is is one of the biggest uh thing for headshots because like you know i i, I think it's 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 no brainer for us because we've we've dealt with this on so many occasions and it's yeah. just like yeah and most of the time we don't see those stuff right like we pull up yeah. those images to yes. computer yes. and then you see this this you know yes. nails which were never cleaned before or yeah you know, there's no and makeup for me was also big big like, yeah I think again we've learned, right? Yes. So I remember yeah. one day I have this amazing makeup artist, and like, oh my god, like those shots are just way better, right? Mm. And it's just like you get this like a, you know, this wow moment, and she's like, why I never thought about it before, right? Yeah. Um, and even with um males as well, like males as well, like, yeah. like because I always do a few test shots, and I'll look at the photo, and there could be like all these sweaty patches and then i'll be like okay this guy needs some translucent powder i always have a translucent powder on hand now yes put some put some powder on him and the difference is incredible like just for the little bit of translucent powder and i never even thought yeah. about that before i'll be, yeah. be photoshopping out all the sweat and the shine i'll be like there's gonna be an easier way that's like powder yeah. <laughs> after you know yeah. three hours on one image you're just like yeah oh, something gosh it's gonna solve and it this. never looks and no matter how much retouching you do on like trying to fix that oil or the shine, it's never going to look as good as if it was fixed on the day. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's move forward and tell me about how you developed your style. Like, you know, how does process yeah. look like? Um, because I'm guessing, because I went through some of your, 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 well, I've went through your works. So I've seen mm-hmm. there's a progress, right? Like you, you started trying different things and then you started kind of yeah. like going to specific direction and we're going to yeah. jump into your images a little bit later on, okay. but how does process, um, look like? Oh gosh. 
Well, when I when an actor turns up, I always sort of ask, okay, what are you wanting? Like, what sort of looks are you after? So I guess with like the more, and because I do have that background in the commercial world, um, I'm very big on like the commercial head, the commercial looking headshots. So a nice fresh smile. Um, and yeah, I guess it just, with each person I've shot, I've just figured out little things like, oh, this works for this person. And then, or maybe I could try this one, this technique this time. So I guess with each person, it kind of just gradually evolved and like learning new retouching um, techniques as well. Like dodge and burn for me was a game changer. Okay. That's probably one of my favorite um, retouching techniques, dodge and burn. Um, and yeah, I guess I just learned over the years and even like with reflectors, like the outdoor with the reflectors and, and working with light with the reflector. Okay. That was that's very important when it comes to the outdoor stuff. Like sometimes you can find a great wall, but it just doesn't have the right light, like doesn't have the sun in the right spot. The reflectors, the sun's just not hitting the reflector the way you want it. And then you cross the street and be like, oh, it's so much better this side of the street. So there's a lot of um there's been a lot of experimentation, especially with the outdoor stuff, on just finding those right spots um, that doesn't create like shadows or just that nice, clean, mm -hmm. soft lighting. But the indoor stuff has definitely evolved over the past couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. And again, it was just all, it's just all experimental for me and just treating it like a challenge and each little challenge, you know, research and see how you can overcome it. And just gradually I've just developed this toolkit with the lighting and the retouching, but it's just honestly come from just doing it, just getting yes. in there and doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think this is just a message for people who are going to be watching that mm -hmm. you can go through, I don't know, hundreds of different tutorials and, and yeah. reading books and watching YouTube videos. I think yeah. if you're not going to take your camera in your hands and go outside and, and I don't know, create a studio yeah. or whatever, start shooting, yeah. there'll be no progress, right? That's that's what I've learned. And, and sometimes the making mistakes also mm -hmm. I think is extremely important because I, I know we were trying to be perfect, right? And I deeply yeah. believe that none of us is doing or shooting with kind of, I don't know, bad, um, like we want to mm -hmm. do our best, right? Yeah. So we don't have yeah. bad intentions. Like we try to do whatever base knowledge we have, we try to use it the best way possible. Um, but, you know, the experience comes from making mistakes. And and I can, like, I'm sure you have the same experience, like how many, you know, crappy sessions we had where we, you know, yeah. look at those images and it's like what I was thinking. Like, what yeah, oh, yeah. Happened? Yeah, like I remember when I first started photography in general, I just thought that the more like airbrushed and blurred the skin looked, the more professional I looked. And then yeah. now I think it's like yeah. it's almost like the opposite. It's like, no, how can we make the skin look healthy and clean and glowing, but in a way where it doesn't look like too worked on or yeah. too, yes. yeah. So a yeah, million filters that, right? Yeah. So yeah, I look at my old in old um photos and like, oh my god, that skin is so blurred. <laughs> and I think also like you know, when we push it too much and we post it on social media where the 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 resolution is kind of shrinked, right? Yeah. It looks even worse. I, I actually yeah. talked to someone lately 
makeup artist and she was showing me some images you know she well she did some makeup for someone and she just like whatever mm -hmm. retouched them you know using some of those filters on instagram yeah. whatever and i look at it i'm like just like oh no. my god like you don't even see the makeup because it's just oh. so washed out oh, yeah it's it's just horrible right but like how you yeah. can even explain to person that you know you have to mm -hmm kind of i don't know use professional or don't or don't use it at all because it's, it's not helping it's just making these images looks kind of um, worse right yeah absolutely yeah yeah um but yeah, i just think yeah there's, there's definitely a, a like a fine art to having that clean professional look without it looking too fake and yes, especially yes. with the actor headshot like at the, at the end of the day the headshot has to represent the actor you know, you don't want to be that person who gets hit up by a casting director saying you need new headshots. These don't look like you. <laughs> you don't want to be that actor. That's well, that. you know, also what is what is also interesting that people don't like to kind of redo those headshots. I had actually this yeah. um, yesterday. I, I saw on Facebook some of the one of the guy I shot. Like I'm not lying, like 12 years ago. And so he released a book and he used that image which he shot like. 12 mm -hmm. years ago and and i said to my wife i'm like you know he should get like a i don't know newer headshots right because it, it does not really represent him and in 12 yeah. years when you were let's say 30 40 is it, it changes you right like there's no way you yeah. look the same um, but i yeah. see you know i shot those headshots for some people and they use them for decades and then whenever yeah. i approach you, well you need a new headshot like no 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 this one looks good <laughs> like i look young yeah. and yeah. good drag it out as long as possible uh, absolutely yeah. so i've even had people yeah. to go and change hair change their appearance and then want me to photoshop their new hair on their old photos i've had that yeah i had this story actually yeah. a few days ago someone it was kind of interesting they the i shot this corporate um firm and the guy sent me an images which were like 12 years old and he said like, this is what i want to look like and then he gained like whatever right like you could see his he he changed yeah. and he's like he wanted to do the reshoot he didn't like some some of some of the stuff which was on the image but you know was more related to his appearance and mm -hmm. whatever but he's like, well, this is the image I would like to kind of, this is the way I would like to look. I'm like, well, this is 12 years, 12 years <laughs> old. There's, yeah, I can do, you know, certain amount of Photoshop, but mm -hmm. there's no way I'm going to be able to bring you that look back because yeah. you, you got mm -hmm. older, right? And also I think if you shoot good headshots, doesn't matter how old, how old are you, you still can kind of yeah. you know, get the essence yeah. of person personality, right? Absolutely. Especially with um, castings when it, when it comes to like older characters, like sometimes they want like a 70 year old grandmother, mm -hmm. right? So as the casting director, you're expecting the headshots to look like a seven year old, not a 70 year old who's got like that blurred, all the wrinkles removed, right? It's like, no, we want wrinkles. We want a 70 yes. year old, you know, otherwise we'd cast a 20 year old. You yeah, know? So it's, it's, import, it's important for the, act, for the actor to just embrace the age because there's roles for every age yeah but don't you think like we're living in this era that people want to look younger right they they, yeah. they try to kind of hide all those mm. 
little things you know make them look older i've seen that all the time um and it's kind of like from one hand it's it's upsetting and it's sad that very young people they try to look even younger i'm like you know you're 25 and you want me to like completely reach you or butcher your face so you look younger that is just absolutely nuts but that's the 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 reality of today's world and i think everything these days is retouched and photoshopped and movies you know pictures everything people have kind of completely lost the Mm. the sense of reality right and it's well i guess with um because tv commercials most of the time they want to see real people because they're trying to relate to the people at home right so most of the time with the tv castings they want to see real, yeah the real people like nothing too photoshopped and fake looking and a lot of the time it's those real real people that get the jobs like not those glamorous you know supermodel types it's just the everyday mm-hmm. dad type or the you know the young mom or the grandma so with tv commercials that yeah, yeah. um it's good that it can you know they want real people yeah i think it's pushing a little bit back but still i think everything these days and maybe i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i i, I think that even people are older but they still you know the the, the footage and then and, and everything yeah. is, is slightly digitally manipulated so they even yeah. all they still look kind of cool and cute and then yeah. you know the skin yeah. looks green and all this stuff yeah so i think you know like everything got kind of got the point is polished, right? Is is there's nothing yeah. out there that it's just yeah. pure the way it looks like? Because you know, if I would show yeah. some of those shots to my clients the way they look, and especially with the lighting, yeah. and we discussed this, right? That if you hit mm. someone with some solid light, everything comes yeah. out. The face, discoloration, oh, yeah. and yeah. and it's just like you're just yeah. pulling your hair out sometimes, right? But you, yeah. we're able to fix it. Right. Yes. yes. But if you yes. gave them the the raw images, yeah. then they would be probably like, "Yeah, you're a bad yeah. photographer." No. Right. No, you have to d- definitely with the lighting, like the under eyes. Everyone needs the under eyes, yes. you know, brightened up, um, and then things softened a little. Like absolutely, like the mm-hmm. the raw, can like before and after the raw and the final photo is is quite different. But I, again, I still try and do it in a way that still looks like the end result still represents the person. But yeah, the before and afters, like yeah, massive with the raw, massive. yeah, with the yeah. lighting and because those lights can create shadows, and you need to, you know, especially with the under eyes. I think that's very important. Absolutely. Okay, so let's switch the gears. And who inspires you? Like, you know, when you started developing your headshots, did you have anyone you were looking up to or someone who really work kind of impact you on, on what you do? Gosh. See, I was always, when I first started photography, inspired by, like, portrait photographers. I wasn't re- – because I didn't really set my sights on being a headshot photographer. I didn't really look at head look at headshot photographers. So I was really into like um like those fancy portraits like I know Julia Trotty she's one in Sydney that does really nice like outdoor portraits she always has beautiful light um and then like Irene Rudnick she has a really good YouTube channel I got a few like, re- yeah I got a few yeah. little retouching tips from her when I first started mm-hmm. 
So, um, yeah, because I didn't really expect to be doing headshots, I didn't really look at um, – it was when my head, the headshots kicked off, then that's when I, you know, I, I saw your work. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like this guy's style, um, especially with the, the indoor stuff because I was just getting into the indoor stuff and I'm still figuring it out. But what mm-hmm. I liked about what – because you have your setup shown, I was like, oh, like there's someone there actually showing their setup because always, it was always a bit of a mystery to me, like the lighting setup. Yeah. Like I was just sort of figuring out all of my own. But, yeah, it's always helpful when, you know, a headshot photographer shows you their setup and you can kind of, you know, experiment and, yeah. But also with the setup, I just want to explore this a little bit because I, you know, like I think we touched this a little bit and and I'm I'm trying to very, I'm trying to be very outspoken about this stuff that the headshots is the process, right? The lighting is just the one element which kind of, Puts this whole thing together but we've discussed is the wardrobe is the makeup is mm. the, the environment where you're yeah. shooting the yeah. the person right like their face features and all this stuff there's all those elements mm. which we need to somehow put together and i think yeah. a lot of photographers especially like i think it's applying to any type of photography it doesn't matter you're shooting landscape or weddings or whatever um this is always this like this, this there's a process yeah. involved this whole thing and yeah. you know you yeah. might have the best lighting you might have the best camera you might have i don't know mm-hmm. like the best yeah i don't know face expressions but then let's say there's no makeup you know it just kind of decrease yeah. the quality of the image right on the spot and, and then what i was struggling for so many years still just kind of hit me one day like you know you have we have to put this whole thing together mm-hmm. in order to get yes. this shot the, the right way right yeah Um, And again, I don't mind sharing, you know, my work, but I also sometimes like getting frustrated because people like, you know, what's Mm. your lighting, your settings, right? And it's like, it's not going to help you much. It's going to just confuse you even more. Just as you set your camera, you know, and then your subject, let's say, look like whatever they're not prepared for the shoot. Mm. You're not going to get the results. Plus, you know, and we've talked about it a few seconds ago, is the retouching, right? Mm -hmm. That's completely i'm not saying changes the person but you just removing all those flaws from... it takes it up it takes it up another level yes i feel like, I feel like so, if, you, if you do the right things you have the makeup you have the lighting like the image is there but then the retouching or well, the good retouching it just mm-hmm. takes up that extra level i think it takes so it takes at least few levels up right? if you do that. good retouching that's absolutely just oh yeah it's a game changer the game changer yeah and i ah. and that process takes time to figure out it it took me years to get to the you know and you know there's never-ending story just so you know yes uh, yes uh, yeah i'm still learning and then you're getting yeah. these little tips here and there and just like wow i can just again mm. take a notch further with the retouching process right absolutely yeah it's a skill which takes a lot of practice again right yeah it's and it's very tedious like yeah i don't think everyone out there could be a retoucher it just yeah it's very tedious it's quite time consuming Mm. but i enjoy it at the end of the day like i put on i have my you know my my imac and then i'll have like a netflix show on my laptop down here a podcast so you know (laughs) you get 
Yeah, I think we're all the same on the same page. We we do exactly the same. I'm listening to podcasts. There's some yeah. movie going on and just yeah. listening and retouching. But yeah. also, I found is the retouching is extremely at, at least for me. It's like I'm not saying it's a downtime, but it's like relaxing because I yeah, think now the... I know what to do. Yeah, yeah. So it's something that you know I have to, like I'm not fighting with this. I'm enjoying right. it. Yeah, right? definitely. I enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like it's nice, like quiet time. Yeah, it's quite relaxing and yeah if you know what you're doing and you're not you're not uh, you haven't made any mistakes like there's no oil or shine that's like driving yeah, yeah. you crazy it's it's enjoyable yeah, it's enjoyable. yeah. absolutely so let's talk a little bit about i know like a lot of people i i, I personally don't I'm like i don't want to say i don't like talking about it but let's talk about your gear like you know how this whole equipment also like what you're shooting with yeah. What's your lighting setup? Um, yep. You know, and let's kind of dive into to this. Yep. Even though, again, we talk a little bit that you know, equipment is just a part of this whole equation. Yeah. But so, did your equipment change over the time till you got your setup, which you like? Because you said yeah. you started as a kind of natural light shooter, right? And then you started yep. kind of adding yep. lights. So, like, how does yep. whole thing look on your end? Well, when I when I was shooting all those big Lebanese bangs, I was shooting Fuji film, but that, that's what the studio gave me. But when I moved mm. to Queensland, I had to get all my own um, equipment. So I got the, I shoot with the Canon, Canon R6, okay. um, which I love. I use that for everything. And then mm. I started shooting headshots actually with an 85 mil. Okay. Yeah. So more of my outdoor headshots was Go 85 quite like the 85 um and then oh, when was that about a when when the canon brought out the rf 7200 mm -hmm. i got it and i love that's probably my favorite lens now to shoot headshots on um especially at 200 mil but even but sometimes going outdoors i'll still take my 85 so 85 outdoors and then 7200 indoors or if i've got enough sort of space to um because sometimes mm -hmm. I shoot on balconies where I can't move back too far. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I use my 85. So they're pretty much the two lenses that I use. And, yeah, I mm -hmm. shoot on the Canon R6, which works for me. Um, I, oh, I've always been Canon. I, like, even when I started, okay. I was on the, on the Mark yeah. IIs and the Mark Threes. Then I went to the R6. Um, and then with my gear, what am I using? Godox. I just use Godox. Mm -hmm. yeah, the, I've got the AD300, a couple of AD200s. So okay. I've got two AD300s, two AD200s, soft boxes, got a, yeah, a few soft boxes, reflectors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just um, – and I have this – this. I've, like, made my own V-flat. Mm -hmm. So I have, like – because I like the Rembrandt lighting, kind of like what you like. I don't like it to be too – flat on the face yeah. i like to have the light sort of a little bit on the side because mm -hmm. i what i really like um is the contour like i really love the the, the yeah i love that i feel like that's like i always try to preserve that it yeah. gives dimension to the face yeah. right i think flat lighting yeah. just like flattens yeah. everything and you yeah. just see the face yeah. uh, with yeah. the rembrandt lighting i've found that it gives you a little bit more 
dimension to the face. Like mm. it looks yeah. like it's shaping someone's face a little bit. And I love those edges too. Like, yeah. And I feel like it gives a bit of drama as well. Like when there's just that little bit of shadow, it, 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 I feel like it pulls you in a little bit more. It's like a bit of intrigue, like not so mm-hmm. flat and washed out. So, yeah, I always try and preserve the contour. And, and I think it's because I did a years ago, I did, I did a makeup course. It was like a weekend makeup course where we, where we, we learned all about the contouring. Mm-hmm. And I think that sort of comes from there is like, yeah, because even when I do my own makeup, I'm always like, oh, the contour, I've got to get the contour, you know. <laughs> Love a contour. So, yeah, the Rembrandt um, lighting off to the side. And that changes from various, degree, various degrees. So if I want more of a moody shot, it'll be even more to the side. More of a commercial smiley shot, it might be a little bit more front on, and even I'll use like maybe a silver reflector there, so it's just a little bit more light coming in. And then with the maybe more of the corporate or the moodier shots, I'll I'll do the black side of the um the V flat, so I I, I get even a more contour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And then even shooting out outdoors as well, I like to shoot near near a wall, so that I'll mm-hmm. still get the contour. Yeah. perfect Hmm. cool so that's so do you primarily shoot with lighting or you just kind of like depends on the client you're shooting still natural light a little bit or well i have different sort of packages so my standard package which is what most people book me for is like one hour i always go over time it says one hour but it's i go over time i get carried away but i usually start indoor and then if it's a nice day we'll go outside so it would always start in, indoors, yeah. So that's because I feel like you, you, you sort of um, like everyone, I feel like everyone wants a good indoor studio-looking shot. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really go wrong, you know, and that you tick that box and then if there's time and the client is keen and it's not too windy mm-hmm. and crazy outside, we'll go outside and just do some, you know, some outdoor shots, Yeah. yeah. So how's your process look like? So I want to talk a little bit about uh, you working with with with, with clients um, because I what I like about your work you have like you know different types of there's some serious faces there is some you know really pals smirks um, if you could tell me how you how do you interact with your subjects how you work with them like because you mentioned like you know let's say there is one hour i have actually the same approach like i i for me time doesn't exist throughout a photo shoot like i'm yeah. i'm kind of like, yeah. like in the different zone and then you know, know. you look at the you look at your watch and you're like oh my god i just shot you for two hours <laughs> yeah and i've seen this you know also um that was the biggest like when i was shooting weddings i've seen so many different say, videographers right so like oh you know we have 20 more minutes and it's just like yeah, oh, yeah. i would never ever do that to my clients and i think with the headshots um it's kind of this well not the same but it's just the process where mm. you know you get into the mood and then you, yeah. you have this, like i don't know 10 15 20 minutes where they just like like mm. deliver the shots what you're looking for but you have to get there right so it's just yeah. like you know you're yeah. warming up they're learning about you you're learning about them and then it's just like you have this like i, I would say this golden hour or golden moment yeah. where they just like, got it and they just oh, yeah. like giving yeah. you what you what you're going after right yeah. so if you could tell me a little bit about yeah working how, with the, yeah. yeah client yeah well i think it starts i think my background in the casting really helps with that because i have an understanding mm-hmm. of how the industry works have an understanding of like 
the kind of roles that are out there and mm-hmm. and 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 the kind of expression that's expected in the headshot almost. So mm-hmm. because I do have that background, I feel like I can relate to actors really well. Because mm-hmm. I almost feel like I understand, you know, I understand the agents, I understand like the casting, sort of the whole life of an actor I kind of understand it so I feel like I connect really well with actors and I ask you know who's your agent because I sort of have an idea of different agents around here and what the agency's like Mm -hmm. um I just say like what sort of headshots are you after what kind of roles are you you, you wanting Mm -hmm. to get so that's how it all really starts for me and I guess this is after I've already sent them the info link which also goes Mm -hmm. over like wardrobe and not have like examples um tips so they kind of know what to expect when they arrive well hopefully they've read the 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 link um so yeah I just but I find it's very organic like I don't really try and think okay right I've got to connect with this person I've got 10 Mm. minutes to connect like I feel like I'm just it just happens naturally like Mm -hmm. from working in the industry for so long and um yeah I think it just it just sort of happens. I don't really think about it too much. Yeah. And then we just pretty much work out, work out a bit of a plan. Like I'll have a look at their clothes that they've brought and say, okay, this would look nice with um, this backdrop. This would look nice with maybe a darker backdrop. Um, this might look good with like a moody sort of doorway shot. And then maybe if we have time at the end, we can shoot this dress out outside. So we ha- I have like a little bit of a, I work out a bit of a plan with them before we kick off. Um, and then I feel like that just, well, that, making a plan, I feel like that just sort of You're following takes it, the pre- so. Yeah, and you, then you can just sort of relax into it. And look, sometimes I don't stick to the plan. I can try a, you know, say, a, say I've got an orange shirt or something with a backdrop and it's not working. Um, I'll be like, oh, no, I've got to change the backdrop or the top's got to change. But I, I work in a very collaborative way with the actor. So I'm one of those photographers that shows the actor the photos. I know a lot of photographers mm-hmm. don't do that. They kind of don't show the client anything. Um, but I'm a photographer who does show. I'll be like, okay, you happy with yeah. your hair and your makeup in this shot? And they'll be like, oh no, my hair's sort of not sitting right. Okay, well, or you need some more hairspray, or um, or maybe you need to change your lip color. It's not quite. It's maybe it's maybe you need a little bit more lip, um, or less lip. So I work in a very collaborative way with the client. So I'll take a few shots. I'll show them. I'll be like, happy with this? Are you happy with this look? And they'll be like, yep. And then I feel like that ease, that makes them um, ease into it more because they can see that the shots and if they're happy with the shots, which, you know, usually are, mm-hmm. um, they can sort of relax into it knowing that they're getting good shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I work in a very collaborative way with the client. I'm not, you know, click, 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 mm-hmm. click, click. Yep. You're done. You don't see any photos. Yeah. I I show them as we go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm way, kind of the same. I do exactly. Yeah. I, I found it's really boosting their confidence, especially when they see something which like makes them look good. And they like, and then, you know, like typically I don't show them on the computer. I show them on the yeah. back of the screen. And I think yeah. because the image is small, well, I'm not saying yeah. they can't really see it, but just kind of gives them the yeah. sense that we're getting. And especially I found whenever we're shooting in, let's say, specific location, which let's say was bright, whatever, and then they're seeing this dark image with this mood and, yeah. and you know, drama, yeah. they're like, oh, my God, like, you know, how the hell you've been yeah. able to pull this off yeah. you know, in this place doesn't look like this, right, at all. So I always yeah, so found I- that it's confidence, yeah. 
So I have this spot I like to shoot in, in, in my doorway and it looks like nothing. So I have to show mm-hmm. them the photo because they're, they're like, why am I standing in a doorway? And I'm like, just trust me. <laughs> and Absolutely. then I show them, like, oh, wow, how's that happening? And I'm like, see, you just have to trust me. But, yeah, I always have to show them because, yeah, they're like in this doorway. It's like my balcony with like a bit of storage and they're just like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. I had to like story- show them. I had this story to happen, like exactly the same. Um, I was shooting this. Um, so he had a f- kind of company, which was just doing some kind of like, a, I don't know, digital production, whatever. And he needed headshots. And then they, they work in this like tiny place. There's like, it was a building, which there's not much space. And the only place I could shoot with the kind of like the way I wanted was the hallway. And the hallway looked like crap, right? Yeah. It was like and everywhere and it was just like really really not not pleasant to look at it and i'm like well we're gonna be shooting here and the guy like i'm not lying he's like, like are you kidding me right like you're not yeah. you're not serious i'm like no no I, well, i'm really serious yeah, yeah and he was just like so i'm not saying upset but like he was he couldn't believe this is the where we're gonna do it and he's like okay let's yeah i trust you let's but and i could see on his face he's just like I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I, like he's just automatically assumed yeah. it's going to be so bad. And I just take, yeah. I took a couple of shots. I'm like, look at, this is what we're getting. And he's like, oh my God, like, mm-hmm. are you serious? And like a bunch of lights in the back. So give me yeah. this really nice ball. Yeah. And he's I like, understand, how yeah. yeah. So, so I, similar, I think. Yeah. I have a similar yeah, thing. When I, first, when I first started the outdoor headshots, I found this alleyway. And it was like the dingiest alleyway. Like there was crap everywhere. There was like these big gas tanks on the side. And I'd literally take clients there because it did the most beautiful, like with a reflector, because there was like the backlight coming in. I'd bounce the light back onto them, but there'd be this beautiful bokeh in the background with this beautiful backlight. And I shot a lot of my earlier headshots in this alleyway. And just looking at it would just be like, and I'd be like, this is my headshot spot <laughs> so yeah i don't see there anymore but yeah when i first started i was always heading to this alleyway and people would just be like is this it i'm like this is it just trust me and they'd always pick because i give them the photos obviously with all the photos and they'd always pick an alleyway shot as like their main headshot yeah absolutely and i think that's the beauty of headshots because you can shoot them literally anywhere right yeah. if you know the basics of you know how the light worked or you know i always were looking for that's what i've learned too like shooting outdoors you know i was looking always for these places which they have some i don't know reflective surfaces right like you know just steel beams or whatever Mm -hmm. um i had this also like a place in in downtown calgary which was like this like gold beams and the same thing crappy you know garbage Mm -hmm. everywhere and then you know like the images from that place was just like out of this world and people like why are we shooting here like you know why (laughs) why you brought me here Uh, you know what the hell and then just like it's the same same thing like you you have to trust me just give me i'll take a couple shots and then i'll show you and then we kind of go from there and then that will always just kind of do the trick because as soon as you show them the images they like light up and like you know they kind of gain this trust again and they're like okay just do whatever we trust you right oh it's funny when you're shooting next to like a garbage can or something like that but it's like the winning shot you know yeah it's the shot shot of the the session and you're just like oh just don't don't just don't go telling people that was shot near a you know (laughs) big 
garbage bin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. you don't want to take CEOs or any some big, no, I don't know, no, no, no. people like not. that. But yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about because um, it seems like you've been doing a lot of headshots with with act actors and actresses so these people they want to be at the front of the camera right mm -hmm. so tell yeah, me a little bit about your kind of approach to difficult clients because we all we we have yeah. them right coming in some of them mm -hmm. you know they want to be there but they don't um they have low self-esteem and yeah. we need to somehow kind mm -hmm. of like get them on the right yeah. track to boost their confidence yeah. and they look do you have any yeah. kind of approach to this, like how you how you deal with? Because I'm I'm guessing you know you, you also like in the actors industry there are people who you know they want to be in industry but they 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 have a yeah, hard time. Shy. Oh yeah, I get a lot of nervous. Mostly people who are just starting out, and mm -hmm. you know they're super nervous, and you can just tell that they're super nervous, or they've built it up to be this big scary thing. But then they get here, and it's like. You know, it's not scary. It's just me. <laughs> um, so a lot of the time they can arrive quite nervous, but because I shoot in a very relaxed environment, I'll have like some music on. Sometimes I have a TV on in the background. Like it's a very warm, you know, non-intimidating environment. Um, I feel like people calm down pretty quickly if, if they are nervous and because I'll have a bit of a chat with them because at the end of the day, like, they just have to sit there really or stand there and I'll literally tell them, okay, tilt your head, move your head. And they just have to sit there and just relax. Really? I'm the one doing all the, you know, delighting and stressing out. They just sitting there and I'm just like, yep, just move your face a little bit that way. That's it. Chin down. Um, so yeah, I feel like, cause I think they think that they have to do all like, I don't know, the posing, but I guide them through it. So I feel mm -hmm. like people relax pretty quickly. Yeah, they might be nervous maybe five, but I use the five, ten minutes sometimes. It's just I just say, look, we're just going to do a warm-up for ten minutes, mm -hmm. even though sometimes it's not a warm-up, like maybe the first few minutes are when I'm getting my lighting right. But mm -hmm. I just say, look, this is all just going to be a, a bit of a warm-up so you can just relax. So I tell mm -hmm. people to relax while we're doing the warm-up and then I feel like that helps them, you know, to get ease, ease into it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So let's jump into your images. I'm going to pull them up. And um, so what I would like to do is I would like to kind of go through those shots. And if you could just tell me a little bit of story. Yeah. Um, that was one of my first uh, ones. Okay. Yeah. Well, so these are pretty good for the first ones. Yeah, that, that would have been, I reckon it would have been maybe my fourth headshot session mm -hmm. ever, that one. Um, that was when I was shooting outdoors. And that okay. was my first time actually shooting with this brick wall, which I shoot at quite a lot now, but that was the first time I went, oh, this wall looks good. Yeah. And that was just when the lighting was just in the right spot, right time of day. She had beautiful skin and beautiful makeup on as well, which helped a mm -hmm. lot. Like I think I, re I remember messaging her afterwards and saying, oh, your makeup was just beautiful. Like, I, you know, it just popped. Like it just had that glowy, beautiful skin. But, yeah, her makeup was – her makeup helped. With this photo i think <laughs> she she was definitely ready for the shoot she was yeah 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 and then she's very um you know warm and bubbly so that she was easy she was a breeze to shoot yeah so do you have like a lot of returning clients or just yeah, yeah i do yeah 
Because yeah. I think for 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 this type of industry, like they need to mm. get the new headsets. I don't know every couple of years, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, um, this is one of my very first ones, and at the, my first shot at this little little brick wally spot. Perfect. Yeah. Really, really, that's really kind of caught my attention. This okay. picture because it's really nice. Yeah. Okay, this one. This one is also like I like the the okay. mood. Yeah, in the connection. So, this was one of the first shoots where I had my professional makeup artist that I work with now shoot. So, you know, the makeup just helped a lot with this one. Like, she looks stunning. Like, the makeup's just beautiful. And mm. this was actually remember how I told you before about my weird doorway with like yes. the crap yes. everywhere. This is actually in mm. my doorway. Okay. Doorway, so it's it's a combination of natural light and my softbox. Okay. So I've used both here, um, but yeah, I just um I make the background really dark. I pull the curtains closed. I have my ISO set really low. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, this is a combination of natural light and softbox. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Really, really cool shot. Thank you, Joel. Joel is an acting teacher. He's a great acting teacher. Or acting okay. coach. So this was outdoors. So this is at one of my little first little pockets I discovered that just does really nice lighting for outdoor shots. It's actually a set of stairs mm -hmm. just sort of down the street near a bunch of um, post boxes. And it's always mm -hmm. like one of, one of my go-to outdoor spots. So, again, lighting was in the, the right spot. I've used a reflector. And... Um, Mm -hmm. And Joel's a pro. I mean, he's he's a professional actor. He just sort of gets he straight, in, straight into the mood and straight into the pose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was the shot of the day, that one. Yeah. And that's amazing. I also found when you have those, like, experienced people, like, you know, you put them on mm -hmm. the front of the camera and they're, like, they're nailing every shot and you just, like, yeah, it could yeah. work for you for hours. Yeah. And, then, yeah. you know. Just... And that was one of the first, that was one of the first shots of the shoot. It was like we just smashed mm -hmm. the, the best one straight up, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I found like you're getting the first shot or the last shot sometimes, right? Like you get someone yeah. at the front yeah. and they like, they just completely unaware and they grab, like snap it and like, mm. oh, that was good. That was it. Or they have to warm up, right? So <laughs> that's it. That was the, yeah, that was one of the warm up shots and he nailed it. Yes. Well, yeah. you did good on the, on the warm up shots, that's for sure. <laughs> Okay, this, again, is a combination of natural light and a reflector and a softbox. Mm -hmm. So sometimes okay. when, when maybe it's looking a little bit grim outside, I'll actually take, it's a smaller softbox, but mm -hmm. I'll take a softbox out with me shooting outdoors. So I've got the softbox here. And then that's what I love about shooting against a darker wall. It, see, she's got that lovely contour. Mm -hmm. um, it just gives that natural contour. On, the, on that side. So, yeah, that's a combination of natural light, um, mm -hmm. reflector, the wall, and a softbox. And she had beautiful makeup as well. She did her yeah. own makeup, which was perfect. Perfect. Also what I found, like, and, and, like, I don't do this often now, but I remember when I started shooting my headshots, I always found that, you know, shooting against the wall where people can lean on it, give yeah. them a little more confidence. Like, yes. they have something yes. to... Yes. Kind of, yeah. you know, lean on and then they feel more Absolutely. safer and then all this stuff, right? So I've noticed you have a lot of shots where, you know, you have someone kind of against, yes. against 
the some walls and stuff. So I have some people, especially the newer sort of people who maybe it might be their first session. They say to me, "Oh yeah, I feel more at ease standing." So, mm. and but a little, little fun fact about this photo is her body is a different image from the face. Like I took because she had a bit of hair mm-hmm. coming down the top there, and I couldn't for the life because here the, the top has stripes. I couldn't for the life of me Photoshop it the way I wanted with all the stripes in the right spot and getting rid of this piece of hair. So the top, I think her face and I don't know, this is two images merged together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes. That's you have to do the magic, right? Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while, but I got there in the end. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think every sometimes we have this, that's also when it comes to the retouching, what I've learned over the years that, yeah, I, I have those situations the same like you, like you have two shots, yeah. and, you know, like some part is good here and some other part is good here that's and you it. just can merge them too. But also yeah. like you're learning from this, right? Like for the next time, I want to make sure I'm not going to, let's say, make the mistakes or whatever. Yes. Um, but yeah. you got to yeah. do what I got to do to make the image look good, right? Yeah. There's no that's question. Why- now when I shoot and I see any bit of hair that's in the wrong spot, I'm like, oh, quickly get that because you just know it can just be a big drama later trying to, especially Absolutely. when there's backgrounds and. Yeah. yeah. So You know, 100%. And also what I think is when you retouch your own images, oh, that's yeah. what I always say, like every, like I'm not saying when you get to the certain levels, a different story, but especially when you're starting off, uh, retouching your images is so important because you learn about your own photography, right? Mm. Because, you know, when you have a hair and a face, like, you know, who was yeah. paying attention to those stuff before, right? The retouching. Or even, or even just like a, a crease in the top. And yeah. all you need to do is pull the top down a little bit, which can just save, like, so much yeah. time, like fixing out, like, a, a fold or something in the top. Yeah. So I'm always... I'm always like, yeah, everything, like a lot of the time I'm going up to people just fixing things like, oh, pull that down. And I say to them, it's because I retouch every bit of hair that's out of place. So it just would just save me a lot of time if I do it now. You know, also like, I know it's going to sound really funny, but again, I'm sure you you have the same, especially I think everybody who is shooting headshots, like I have a client and I look at their face and I'm analyzing, okay, this is what I'm going to have Photoshop. (laughs) Oh, this is yeah. bad. This is what needs to be fixed, and yeah. it's like you just sunny their face and just just, stare at them. Yeah. At deficiencies. Like, you know, how much time I'm going to spend on you fixing all this? Stuff. I find I do that a lot when I'm outdoors and I'm trying to get the reflector in the right spot. Like I'm literally just looking into their eyes, like, <laughs> and I can see them sometimes they get a bit uncomfortable, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I have. Just trust me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I do that even to my friends. Like, you know, sometimes they're going for a beer with my buddies and they like look at their face like, yeah, I wouldn't want to Photoshop your face. stuff going on there. But it's, it's, I think, part of the job, right? Like, you know, because we, we do that on the daily basis and it's part yeah. of what we have to do. Like, yeah. you cannot really even stop, right? You're looking at someone and you're like scanning the face in up and down. I know, I know. You know, you you know, you're a retoucher when you look at someone's face, and all all of a sudden, without, without even thinking about it, something comes in your head where you just want to like, so oh, I just want to smooth out the under eye. Be like, oh wait a sec, yeah. <laughs> I'm not in my Photoshop at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, like you know, when you Photoshop, um, 
like images, this is also kind of interesting because you staring at that face for whatever X amount of time, right? Now yeah. it's shorter. I remember back in the days I could spend like a couple hours on the on the image. Yeah. And you can even see the veins, right? Yeah. On in their eyes, whatever. And you go like, yeah, they were drinking last night because you could see the red yeah. or whatever, right? So you could <laughs> you can tell a lot about yeah. someone because you really diving yeah. uh, deep into into their face and then you just analyzing and all this stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like, fascinating. I feel like after you've retouched someone's headshots, you know your you know their face better than they know their face. Big time. Absolutely. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, we should open new business like you know plastic surgery or something. <laughs> this is what we can fix in your face, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always like my wife. Actually, she watched the other day. There's some I don't know documentary about plastic surgeons, and they were like you know drawing on their face what they're gonna do. And I'm just yeah. looking at you know like we could do the same thing, right? Yeah. It's what oh, needs yeah. to be you know, fixed. And, and, yeah, we do that like, anyway. I feel like. With liquify and um, Photoshop, I've only just discovered in liquify you can mm. change the eyes, the nose, the lips. Like, well, you wow. can do crazy stuff wow. nowadays. Crazy. You can do crazy stuff. Crazy. Yeah, it, it's, and then I think, well, I'm sure you know from the liquefying panel, mm. you can actually just dive in into every element of the face eyes, yeah. nose, lips, yeah. hair, you yeah. know, and change the shape of the, you can even change the smile. Phases yeah. like, and this is just Crazy. basics, right? But now the AI mm. getting in, or they can like completely, mm. yeah, it's, it's just absolutely bonkers, yeah. right? So, absolutely. and then I think the control what we have over, you know, some of those stuff. But then, you know, like how to first of all, how to keep it balance, right? Mm. Like, you know, you don't want to overdo it. No. Then, from the other hand, I've learned, and I'm I don't know if you have those situations that people going too far, right? Like they asking. Oh, yeah. Doing things which, like, I'm not a yeah. plastic surgeon, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I technically yeah. I know how to do it and I'm able to do it. Yeah. But I'm gonna just say flat no because I know like we kind of interfering yeah. into their like face. Yeah. You're not a plastic whatever. surgeon, really. Like, yeah, we're we're there to sort of enhance what they've already got, not to change their nose or yeah face structure. Because I have had people ask me that in the past. Like, oh, can you? Um, I think I one girl wanted her face smaller. Okay. And I just sort of said, well, it's not really, I don't, yeah. as an act, like, because you're an actor at the end of the day, like you need to sort of, you got to be up there on screen and you can't mm -hmm. go up to editors or, you know, and say, oh, can you only shoot this side of my face? Because I don't, like, as an actor, you sort of just have to embrace as you are, right? And yeah. I feel like headshots, like we'll enhance what you've got, but we're not going to go, change your face structure and you know make and on the flip side you know like this is another kind of dilemma what i have sometimes well and i know people probably don't do it but i would rather change their face in photoshop instead of them going to the plastic surgeon and butcher their face you know especially <laughs> the young generation yeah i was yeah. doing this photo shoot a while ago and the girl was like i don't know 20 19 20 and also like you know she wants to be a model whatever and then we got kind of got into this like discussion about plastic surgery, whatever. And then she started like naming the stuff what she has done. And I'm just like, your yeah. face is literally butchered from from 
every possible angle, not to mention about the rest of her body, which also she did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, really wealthy family, you know, the parents were just like throwing the money. Yeah. Um, but then I started thinking like, you know, maybe that's the solution, you know, doing this stuff in Photoshop instead letting mm -hmm. these people kind of destroying yeah. um, their face, right? So... Yeah, interesting times we live in, and that's Very for sure. And you just wonder when how the far the technology is going to go with Photoshop. You know, if you can well, already how, yeah, the AI would be coming in, you know, and they can basically yeah. literally create human mm. or you know Crazy. human faces. They they don't yeah. exist. I think there was this post lately, which they created I don't know hundred faces which they don't exist. Um, and the AI create this stuff. Yeah. Well. So, yeah, it's 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 crazy, and I think that the the process is so fast mm. that, like, even for us as a you know retouchers, like you know, like if you look at how much this whole thing changed over the last decade, it's just insane. Yeah, you know, yeah. Back in the days, it was just removing the zits and you know some yeah. pimple. That yeah. was it, and now like you can just stop what we can do even to skin. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's it's just absolutely crazy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was laughing also, um, that was like a while ago, because um, my wife, she works in the beauty industry, and then they this one clinic, they offer this like skin analysis, whatever. Mm -hmm. So they take photo, this, I maybe I'm wrong, I don't want to, but I think it's a bullshit, because they have this big machine, which takes the photo of your face, and they mm -hmm. kind of analyze your skin, the discoloration, and they give yeah. you this black and white photo with some of those like and i'm like i can do this shit in photoshop like <laughs> just like put yeah. one black and white and start shifting the yeah. colors and bring yeah. this all you know discolorations for like yeah. you know five bucks you don't have to pay two thousand dollars for all this stuff but yeah. she couldn't believe it right she's like yeah what are you talking about i'm like let i'll show you like just give i'll yeah. take photo in the good solid like flat lighting and i can just show you exactly yeah. we can you know, change that, yeah. and they were charging insane amount of money for this, and they have this big yeah. machine, and it's like you know this yeah. whole kind of experience. So, yeah. So okay, let's move on to your photos. Okay, let's go to this one. I really like. Okay, this was in... question is is yeah. this is another great actor, um, Chris. Mm -hmm. So this was shot indoors with a black backdrop. This was the okay. Rembrandt, the Rembrandt lighting. So I had the yes. softbox. I had the the black shadow there, the mm -hmm. V flat, and then I had the backlighting as well. Okay. And I think backlighting, game changer, to have yes. a, something at the back just to, especially with a dark background and you're working with dark hair, it's good to create that separation. So, yes, yeah. Yes. Um, and, yeah, Chris has been, Chris is a great actor. So he, again, just sort of got into the mood. And this was. So you've this done was, just one shot? That's it. Well, this was the look we were going for for his main headshot. So this, mm. so he had an idea of what he wanted his main profile to look like, and this was the one, like just a nice, friendly, warm expression. Like could be yes, like a yes. dad, but could also be, you know, could be could be a variety of things. I feel like this headshot, you know. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's you know what it's what it's so fascinating about his image, and and that's I think what's really kind of caught my attention. Because from one hand it looks like a tough guy, but the face mm. expression just kind of like makes yeah. him really approachable and nice, mm. and and then you know like it's just like you yeah. want to talk to this guy right away. That's the way I kind of look at it. Yeah. 
So when I'm shooting actors, I always say like just a little bit of a smirk can just bring so much character and life to the face. It doesn't mm. always have to be, even if it's like a serious moody headshot, you don't have to always have that like a really serious, intense expression. Just having like a little bit of a smile, I feel like can just mm. bring, bring, bring more to the, like pull you in a little bit more and it can create like a little bit of intrigue. It's like, oh, what are they smiling about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than always being completely serious expression, which is good to have, but then I think it's good to yes. have that's a little bit like, oh, got a bit but of a grin. Right? Like as being an yeah. actor, we have to know how to pull this off, mm. right? And yeah, he nailed. Yeah, he nailed the moody look with like that little bit of a yeah. grin. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna, gonna go on the completely opposite spectrum. So remember I told you about that really dingy alleyway that I used to shoot at with like the gas tanks and like God knows what else. (laughs) This was there. And, yeah, it just does that. So there's light coming from the back. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I bounced it at the front. And, yeah, he he created. And, yeah, we got these really cool street shots. So Mm -hmm. the alleyway is really good for those street shots. So he suited that really well with a hoodie. Yeah, this is again one of my. This is when I was shooting all outdoors. So, okay. Um, and this would have been when, again when I first was starting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. found like I don't know how you felt because I started shooting headshots also with natural light. That was my kind of the mm-hmm. first um, yeah. start. And the, the one thing what I've noticed, and I don't know if you feel the same way, that shooting in natural light gives people a little bit more they're not kind of terrified with all this, like, you know, soft boxes yeah. and then you can have the distance. So you can really mm. kind of put an environment where they don't feel intimidated by all this equipment around them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I, I think, think yeah. 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 Definitely. When someone's first starting out, they've got like three lights coming at them and reflectors and V flats, big yes. lens. Yeah. Be like, Oh God. But yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I started, like, I remember, um, even shooting at this is actually kind of also interesting that you know how much psychology is a big part of this whole thing because mm. I remember I used to rent studio right for my headshot se- sessions especially yes. during the winter months and I found this place where the guy was shooting cars it was like massive place like you know he, you could just drive like a big truck in it and he has this like massive studio and I was bringing people there and they felt so intimidated that mm. I was looking at their face expressions and they look terrified. Like, you know, it takes a, you know, I got the shots, but I yeah. I could really sense from them that the place is just intimidating for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's massive space. There's like lighting in the middle, you're shooting, you have distance, and then there's all this yeah. crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and especially for headshots, um, I found people have to have this environment where they feel comfortable. And then mm-hmm. I was like, one day I sh- Got this session at my client's home, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Yo, come in! I have a you know big home, and you can set it up." And all those shots were just like, you know, they feel yeah. comfortable. They could, you know, and I'm like, "Shit, that's that's yeah. something you know yeah. can explore more." And then I start completely just yeah. um, detached from that place and start shooting at people's homes. Yeah. And then sometimes, of course, it's tough because it's tight and location. Even though in Canada, and I'm sure Australia is similar, people mm-hmm. have. Yeah. fairly big places where they live so you always can set this up yeah. uh, but I found completely different you know kind of like people were delivering me way better face expressions yeah. and mm. way more 
people shooting at their locations where they yeah. spend money. Yeah. You have some great backgrounds that you find in people's homes that I've noticed. That's that's yeah. another thing, right? Like this is yeah. something that is also interesting that, you know, yeah. I remember this is actually a really cool story. So I did this workshop in Houston. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like after the, the, the workshop, the friend of mine is like, you know, I'm going to have a couple people and then, you know, come into my apartment and we're going to shoot there. And mm-hmm. um, so he has this studio and, and like he has this nice setup, whatever. I'm like, you know what, why don't we just kind of shoot in different places in your place and in your, in your, in your apartment mm-hmm. and here this kitchen. Mm. Um, and so I just put some kind of red light and there's like, you know, this really cool reflective, um, fridge. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'm going to use this to reflect some light. And then we shot it and he couldn't believe it. Like how the hell you got this background yeah. from kitchen? And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's like, <laughs> you have yeah. to work with, and because the background is blurred, you know, like you, you have yeah. to really look, someone has to tell you this is kitchen because then you kind of like start seeing things. Yeah. But if you don't pay attention, like it's just nice texture yeah. and these nice patterns and all this stuff so well i feel like the 7200 does that really well like it yes, just creates a really absolutely. like creamy blurry background and you can yeah you have, and you can blur literally anything right yeah as long as you have some nice pattern you know and mm-hmm. you can add color to it yeah then you, you you're like you can shoot like yeah. literally anywhere there's no place you cannot really make make no. it interesting yeah okay Okay, so let's jump into. So we've, I think we've seen this one. Oh, no, this is like a. Yeah, that was the same. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just, a, it's just a different smile. Yep. Okay, let's jump to this one. Alleyway again, dodgy alleyway again. Okay. Beautiful light. We had beautiful light coming from the back, bounced into her face. It was all natural light, and um, again, she had beautiful makeup. And another okay. quite established actress as well. So she was very confident. Um, this was more. We're heading into, into more corporate territory. So this was sort of more corporate look. So, yeah, I just wanted that um, confident smile. I think it's mm-hmm. nice to have like a confident smile with um, the corporate looks. Um, yeah. But yeah, she got straight into it and she just, yeah, had the beautiful makeup and very professional actress to work with. Absolutely. She looks really confident on this shot. Yeah. Like that's what I think what caught my attention that, you know, like yeah. she knows, she knows exactly what she's doing. Exactly. And um, yeah, I think, cause she was one of my first ones as well when I first okay. started. And she ended up choosing like, gosh, like, God, like 18 photos from the session. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that sort of gave me confidence. I was like, okay, people are liking my photos. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, that's that's a good. Yeah, so that's she, always with your confidence, right? And that's yeah. also help to yeah. push this further because if people like what you do, yeah. mm. then you know, like you feel more. I don't know. Like it's yeah. it's, it's, it's like you, yeah. It's, I think also it's getting addictive a little bit. I don't know how you feel about it, but the headshot session, like you know, it's like you, if you do something really cool and the client is happy and then you love these images, like oh, mm. I want to do more. This is yeah. That, oh yeah. Like, There's definitely cool. a thrill. I definitely get a thrill out of, you know, yeah, doing doing good work and agents yeah. being happy, clients being happy. It's definitely satisfying and yeah, it's addictive. Definitely addictive. It's way better than a corporate job, right? Yeah. That's Nine it. to five, whatever. Everyone is just throwing, yeah. you know, up at you and pushing That's you. It. You know, this yeah. just completely. Yeah, um, and I like the, I like the challenge of headshots. Like it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps me on my toes and 
Yes. So and I, every client yeah. is a challenge, right? If you think about it, every yeah. new client coming to your door, mm. it's a challenge or, you know, there's something different you're working. So it's never boring, right? No. I found weddings were boring because there was you getting to the same pattern over and yeah. over and over again, the same kind of like, you know, mm. with headshots, I found mm. different personalities, you know, you're dealing with people differently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think every shoot gives you some kind of new experience and then you, you have to know them a little bit better. It's, it's, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And with actors as well, like most, most of the time actors are quite out there sort of characters. So, you know, they come with like all this energy and it sort of lifts you up as well. So it's like this mm -hmm. really good, um, really good vibe. And always, yeah, usually I end head, headshot sessions like on a high, like I'm like, yeah feeling good and oh, I'm happy, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> I never feel drained for some reason. I, even if I'm shooting, even if I get carried away and I'm shooting for like two hours, I never feel like depleted at the end. I feel like pumped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, you know yeah. what? I have exactly the same thing. You know, like I never, yeah. I'm, even I'm tired, but I'm yeah. not feeling that, you know, like it's, it's it's something that you know, like I I, I regret, you know, that I push it too much, yeah. or I feel like you know I yeah. don't want to do this anymore. It's it's just this kind yeah. of like energy yeah. boost gives you this kind of yeah. satisfaction. You've done something and interesting, mm -hmm. and you create some some images yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah. There's no. I think we have the best job ever. Like, you know, don't take yeah. me wrong. I have a lot of friends who are working in different industries and stuff. And to be honest, like they all bitching about, you know, their boss and, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, you know, someone, they've not happy clients or, you know, some yeah. struggles and this and that. And then, you know, like, like, I'm not saying I, we don't have challenges, mm. but at the same time, I deeply believe that, you know, like, as you said, we're not feeling that, you know, you, you, like, you, you're looking at the watch. Okay. I want to be done. Right. Like you're just looking for yeah, this no. moment over. It's, it's kind yeah. of opposite. We want to yeah. keep it's always just like, oh, wow, where did the time go? I say that to, yeah, yeah. I, I say that to clients all the time. I say, can you believe we're shooting for an hour already? And they're like, what? It just goes so, like, when, you, when you're having fun and you're in the flow, the time yes. just flies. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then well, I feel like you get, time, you get into the zone, right? And then you don't yeah. want to get out of the zone because you're feeling it. Yeah. So uh, speaking of time, we push it over half, half an hour yeah, more oh, yeah. than we <laughs> so that's, right. that's okay that's totally fine um you know it seems like we both and we're passionate about it right so we could really yeah talk yeah about it so last question to you is you know what would be okay. one advice you would give to someone who is starting off and they want to get in this industry they want to shoot headshots you know what kind of advice you would give them or what was kind of something what yeah. you would like to know when you started as a, as a headshot photographer? My advice is, and, and I've done this throughout my whole photography career, is I've just dived in and done it. I haven't sort of sat on my hands like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't have the best lens or I don't, I don't know everything about Photoshop, so I'll just wait. Like you've just got to do it. Mm -hmm. Just get a friend. Just ask some friends and say, oh, would you, would you walk around and get, like you just got to do it. And, um, and that's how I started even with weddings. Like I even, um, I put like together a, I was shooting my friends and I put together a, an Instagram page of my shots. And then I think I hashtagged like Sydney photographer. And then that's how I got 
my job working at a wedding studio for three years. I just went out and did it and mm-hmm. doors opened. So I would just say, uh, but you've got to have a good work ethic, I think. You've got to just like to work hard and you've got to be a, be a problem solver. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be, um, you've got to be prepared for the odd not late night, like figuring out an issue like with Photoshop or something just hasn't gone right. You know, those little things where you're up, mm-hmm. you know, way later than you want to be figuring something out. So you've you, you got to be prepared for that. But it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. Absolutely. You've got to have the work ethic, I think. Don't be afraid of work, working hard um, and just get out there and do it. Yes, 100%. And just, yeah. Learn That's as you go. That's the only way. I, I, you know, people giving yeah. us or giving some advices, but the one advice I think is just go and do it. It's like go and do this it. Is or, or yeah. kind of long. Yeah. Use what you've got. Yes. Like use what you've got. I think I started out with a $200 camera from Gumtree, which is like a, a secondhand website, mm-hmm. like a piece of shit. With a, oh, sorry, I <laughs> um, but I got out there and I just used what I had and, you know, mm-hmm. made it work somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Ailey, that was um, fantastic chat. Yeah. I'm super happy we were able to, you know, kind of arrange this and then and talk. Yeah, amazing work. Continue what you're doing. You know, it's 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 absolutely um, amazing. I'm going to be uh, checking your Instagram constantly, so please keep updating keep going, your yeah. amazing images. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, thank you for chatting with me. I that was you know thank really you. pleasure. And um, yeah, I'm sure we can do this. I'm sure I would like to do this at some point again. Yeah, I'd uh, love to. Like you thank of, you so much of, for having me i'm a big fan yes. of your work and, you know you taught me a few retouching tricks along the way so thank you perfect and cool. yeah I'm, I'm a big Absolutely. fan so yeah thanks for having me thanks Absolutely. for having me Great. perfect so i'm going to link to this podcast um all your contact information so people can kind of dive deeper into your work um and um yeah you know just check what you're doing because yeah. you're doing pretty pretty yeah. amazing work thank you Thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Bye.